right, getting things started here Sunday night on the East Coast, and it's time for another episode of Shop Talk. Hey, I'm Chris with Cycle Source Magazine. I'm going to be your engineer this evening on 60 to 90 minutes of all the bullshit we can fit. 60 to 90, 90 to 120, whatever we get in. Good to see all you guys piling in. I saw, uh, let's see, Steve Broyles maybe first in tonight. That's what's up. Mike Draco in with us, Russ Journey. Tim Stahl's here, too. Awesome. <laughs> it's really good since he's our guest tonight. We got a killer show lined up for you, man. Got some tech in from Rich Petoniak. We got some new products and a bunch of talk. So sit back, relax. Still time to hit the like and share button. Over two and a half minutes. We're going live with Shop Talk. Stick around. Want to see if you're paying attention. Steve Broyles in deep shit, literally changing our grinder pump. Pan Man, is that who I think it is? Oh my goodness. We got a surprise for you. What a particular name this is. Joanne Robertshaw. Good to see you here. Paul Fritz Jr. We're doing pretty good. We're, we're not too far behind on time. Dan Benson in with us. Good evening from Tennessee. Uh, we just had some time in your state, man. Awesome. We're a couple minutes out, minute and a half, and we're going live with Shop Talk. Hey, listen, while you're watching tonight, remember, you don't have to just be another observer. You can put your question, comments, and concerns wherever you're watching this from, YouTube, Facebook, the whole deal. Just put your comments in, and it'll come on the box on the left-hand side to us. We'll be able to interact with you. Chris, no, Laconia is coming. That's right. David Crumb in the house. Everybody here tonight, the lot is filling up fast, and we're down to a minute. We're going live with Shop Talk. One minute. Stick around. get started here i want to give a big shout out to all our friends and family over at chopper town so great to have them behind us everyone over at cycle source magazine too um people chiming in from all over the world it's fantastic rich kozo in texas alok yadov I, I hope i said your name right obviously in from chopper town hey 15 seconds left that means it's time to get this one out of the station and up on the tracks and go live with shop talk here we go.
Okay, Scooter Tramps and Chopper Jockeys, it's just after 9 p.m., 9.04. We're still kind of close, right? I mean, give me some credit. It means it's time for another episode of Shop Talk. I'm Chris. I'm going to be your host for the next 90 to 120 minutes of all the bullshit we can fit. Coming to you live 50 floors below the street level from the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. I appreciate you guys all being here with us. I saw Brandon Keene chiming in right before we went absolutely live it was great to see you too and uh before we get too much further i'm going to bring the crew in see what everybody was up to how you guys doing howdy howdy hey howdy howdy, howdy, howdy. son of a biscuit eater <laughs> i think that mother nature needs to go home because she's drunk it no is shit, almost right? june and we had to turn the heat on in the house oh. it's, cold. it's memorial day weekend we should not be cold yeah there was no cutting grass no barbecue no you know, socks and flip flops. I don't know. Barbecue, no six inches of snow on the ground. What's wrong with your? What's wrong with your grill? <laughs> oh man. Well, aside from the fact that it's deadline here at Source HQ, there would have been no barbecue yes. anyway. But it would have been nice to be able to look out and see sunshine as opposed to rain. So one at a time. Who is doing what right now? So Heather's on deadline around the clock and trying to wrangle wet cats. Wet cats. Wet cats. Heard squirrels. Like seriously. Oh, man. Wet cats. Um, I am currently in between video editing and going back and forth with the magazine. I started reading this book, Peter Jones, Bad Editor. I suggest it. <laughs> to what, bad editors? Well, no, just oh. in general. like Especially anyone that's in the motorcycle industry or the media. Like This is this is a pretty good read. Oh, We're tell them be- about that one excerpt you told me about it was great because like of course i kind of get it of course i'm paraphrasing you know but he's like like he's having a conversation he's like what am i going to do not take the expensive gifts or the trips or you know go on their go on their excursions where we're test riding these new motorcycles and new parts am i not going to you know give them a favorable review he goes do i have to answer these questions (laughs) just awesome so you get Marilyn Stemp, bad editor. Hey, I resemble that title. Marilyn, um, if you haven't if you haven't seen this book yet, you should get it because it's a collection of I forget how many um, how many columns from from Peter, and then there's uh, quite a few more. But it says the the byline is collected columns and untold tales of bad behavior. So it's a it's a it's a cool little read. I get a couple pages at a time here and there, and I've had a good time with it. So you're saying you get expensive trips. Well, no. not really anymore. We're In all fairness, you <laughs> have given your fair share of poor reviews and not what, had. What are, you, what, are, what are you trying to say, what, Heather? What are, you're you, honest. Where are you going yeah. with this? Okay, I'm saying you're honest yeah. to a fault. Heather, I'd like to introduce you to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, he his warning label was not big enough, yeah. and I blame that on you, Mr. Persichetti. Hey, we okay. all, Christ, you hung out in a parking lot with us while we were drunk for four freaking years, <laughs> then you moved in with him? <laughs> what, are you smoking crack? I didn't think hey. it was like that all the time. I was like, he's at a rally. This is How like, do you think we got this far? We've been doing this We've been doing this like 45 years. How do you think we got this far? And then now you've been on a rally for six years. Uh, oh how's that feeling so hey listen like i said I get off. <laughs> tonight tonight's guest our guests are are uh, tim and rachel stall we're going to be talking about the east coast chopper hoedown and uh some other stuff too hoedown. um tim tim has 
Tim has like Karnak ability. It's like he goes like this. You you walk up to him, he says twenty five dollars, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "That's what I'm going to pay for the Makuni carburetor that you got off your granddad's iron head." He's amazing at finding parts, so we're going to get into it with him about the that. Amazing Kreskin, what was <laughs> amazing Kreskin. That's it, Karnak Kreskin. What was the uh, uh, Johnny Carson? <laughs> Karnak. Is that what it was, Karnak? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Someone will no, tell I us. No, I think Mark's right. What? Kreskin, not oh, Karnak. My, my wife is pointing out that I'm wrong. Who's surprised? <laughs> not me or her mother. <laughs> uh, well, at least it wasn't her mother saying that you were wrong. <laughs> All right, oh. so listen. Like I told you guys, you're watching Shop Talk. We do this every Sunday, 9 p.m. on the East Coast, and... um. Obviously, we want to thank all of our sponsors over there, uh, especially Dennis Kirk for giving us the studio outfit here to bring this show to you. What is Shop Talk? 90 to 120 minutes of all the bullshit we can fit, some two-wheel entertainment we throw in there. We start the whole thing off with a little segment we call the news. First up in the news tonight, and kind of politics, but not really, just as it applies to motorcycles, Oregon governor blocks motorcycle lane-splitting bill. You bastard. Ooh. Portland, Oregon. From the AP Wire earlier this month, Oregon lawmakers post passed a bill that would allow motorcyclists to drive between slow or stop traffic. However... Despite bipartisan approval of hundreds of letters of written testimony overwhelmingly in favor of lane-splitting legislation, Governor Kate Brown this week vetoed the measure, citing public safety Doesn't, okay. doesn't three-quarters of Oregon have one lane? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Did I miss something? Nice, Mark. You just pissed, pissed off half the West yeah, Coast. You'll, you'll <laughs> yeah, I do it right here. So, What'd you say, Blondie? What do you got? No, it was just nothing. Never okay, mind. moving on. Next up in yeah, the news. Move on. <laughs> nothing to see here. Move on. Rumble One announces three-year sponsorship of the City of Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. This in from the Dallas Business Wire. Rumble One Incorporated, the e-commerce company using innovative technology to simplify how do I think that's why they paid for the sponsorship, just so that all of that was put into a news uh, release. <laughs> innovative technology to simplify how dealers and consumers buy, sell, trade, or finance pre-owned vehicles. Today announced it will be an official sponsor of the world-famous Sturgis Motorcycle Rally for another three years. Rumble On will have physical presence at the rally where power sports enthusiasts can buy, sell, or trade their power sport vehicles on site and interact with the brand at the prominent corner of 6th and Lazelle. How was mm. that? Huh? See that? I'm See? A, a I've been going that nighttime how to be a journalist and fool your friends and neighbors class. It's because you read that book. <laughs> I know what's going on here. What happened? We lose Heather? Heather who? Nope. No volume. Like how she does that. <laughs> no, sorry, I I was coughing and I I muted my mic. I apologize. Anything? Anything for us, Blondie? Anything? Bueller. 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 Okay, moving on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Next up from Adventure Rider. Okay, you all are fired. <laughs> Husqvarna recalls all 2020 Husqvarna 701 Endura LR motorcycles. Wow. That's a screw. No shit, right? KTM, the manufacturer of Husqvarna 701 Endura LR, is recalling all 2020 Husqvarna 701 Endura LR motorcycles. A problem stems from two separate fuel lines that may experience sh chafing. KTM Whoa. says that the... <laughs> yeah, dude, I, hate, I hate that chafing. It's like... Oh, man. <laughs> Nobody likes chafing. Nobody. <laughs> 
KPM says that cause of the problem comes from the from the shape and mounting position. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Here's the deal, though. What I have to say, like I've seen an unusually high amount of chafing. No, oh. well, <laughs> wow. I almost didn't put that press release in there just because hey, of chafing. In the, in the owner's I knew, manual, I knew it was going to go. Back. In the owner's manual, you get a thing of monkey butt powder. <laughs> as as Watch I how you say that. Like, Watch how you say it. Well, yeah, now that could be politically correct. But this is what I was going to say about this. There's been an unusually high amount of motorcycle recalls from this last year, and you would figure almost nobody had shit to do. Yeah, right. The few the few of us that were allowed to go to work, like it's kind of hard to lose your concentration. Well, you know what it? You know what it was? They everybody was out riding more because they couldn't go to work, so they broke more crap. Maybe. Well, they didn't break brand new manufactured motorcycles. Well, it's the one guy. Was her. <laughs> Christopher Lewis. That was Mark. He reached over and grabbed the button. That son of a I bitch. Come down there and smack you to next Tuesday. Hey, this is a this is a cool news piece. I, I don't even know Notice where this is from. Changed the subject. This is from sports <laughs> sportsvideo.org. I have to put this one in there. This is so, oh, yeah. this is cool this for us. Good. So um, the company that makes the software that we run these programs with is Telestream, and they are... You know, I think Heather should read this instead of you. Yeah. I, you should. Go ahead, Heather. Well, I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to... I'm going to post a link, and I'm going to tell people about it. So as you'll see in the shot that Chris has up is the, the Cycle Source Media, our roving reporter news van. Um, it was pretty cool. Chris figured out this software... All by you know, like all on his own. He figured out that this software did stuff that the company that made it didn't know it could do, and that's Wirecast, which is powered by Telestream. Telestream is the company that handles um, a lot of the big TV stuff, ESPN. Everybody, um, yeah, everybody. yeah, they handle everybody. Well, they saw what Chris was doing, and they called and did a case study on him, and actually learned from him how to use and. Their program. You know, um, I should I should be it. clear about the way you're saying it. It's not even so much the stuff that we learned that, that they didn't think it would do, but it's occupying the space. Like, there's a new space, especially over COVID, with all of us getting hip to this, all of this technology with live streaming and everything. There's a new space that's emerged through that, and, and that's kind of like a space between citizen journalism, you know, and full-blown news networks. And, you know, for what it's worth, we're, we're kind of... We're kind of at the forefront of that, I guess, and it was it was pretty cool. Pretty cool that they yeah, did a little piece. Super for us. proud of Chris. Super proud of how he's learned all of this stuff and how to manipulate it and how to get it to work. And well, I knew nothing about it. I get a phone call from Heather saying, "Hey, you got to get over here. I can't get Chris out of the house." He read that his head was huge, and I'm oh, like, "What is going on, you bastard?" <laughs> um, you bastard. But it's pretty because they did release that press release all over the world and. And again, I'm going to pat him on the back for himself. You know, right away, we had um, a European publication reach out that would like to speak to him further in depth yeah. on what he's Pretty doing cool. and how he's using this platform. Well, so, and, and something that, you know, like and anybody who's known Chris for a long time, um, he does this with everything. He's one of those guys that when he grabs something, he masters it. I mean, keep in mind, he, you know, he doesn't have a extensive education not that he didn't go to school but like he picked all this up on his own so this isn't shocking to those of us that are close to him so it is it is pretty cool that a lot of people are actually getting to 
you know, see the kudos, and you might want to record that because that's probably the only time I'm ever going to be that nice to <laughs> live. It is recorded anywhere, for the so. whole world to see. No, but listen, I'm going to say the I big had a gun to my head. The the biggest thing about this man is like you know you guys know. So for 25 years we've been running a magazine, right? On the national newsstands for you know pretty close to pretty close to 12 of that I think, and uh, the the biggest thing is watching like the the magazines have always been and I say this forever you know when people are like hey man do you hear you know this magazine went out of business that one did and they would expect me to be excited about that I was not you know I would I, I would lament the losing of those magazines because the magazines you know we were always a counterculture and the magazines were the place that held our history that was our family album and our history books and like. With the way things were changing with all the technology, we were losing that, you know. But now, just a year after COVID, we have Coast to Coast, which is a, a woman show. We have the Cannonball Chronicles, which is an antique show. Torque just started up, which is a, a show for the younger performance guys. And, I mean, these things are giving us access to community again. It's making sure that the people that deserve credit get credit. It's making sure that we're keeping track, you know what I mean? Because social media, man, like, it's it's every 10 milliseconds shit is there and gone there and gone there and gone at least this gives us a space to kind of do some of the work with what the magazines used to do and we did we did realize at one point that we should start taking all the photographs of what we did that month put them into a binder because we're usually wasted at the events couldn't remember what happened and that's how we're generally lucky that we brought one we remember to bring the camera home or take the lens off (laughs) Yeah, I did a whole shoot at an event one weekend. Forgot to take the camera lens off. So, Blondie, tell us who's who's watching on social media. I see you over there, shit eating, grinning, and chuckling. Uh, oh, David Crumb is watching. Keith Kronoff says, "Heather, you have an amazing employee." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, if you only knew. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Maureen McBrady is in the house. Cheryl Daggett. O'Brien. Miss Cheryl, I love you. Right on. Rich Petoniak. Scott Stefano. Missy Shoemaker is here. Hi, Missy. Margaret Noonan. Robert Brian Jackson. Um, Miss Judy is in the house, and she said the case study did not go deep enough. (laughs) (laughs) It was not a psychological study, Judy. (laughs) Oh, thank God. God, that would have taken days. All right, hey man, I want to I want to tell you guys one more time how much we appreciate you being here with us. We're going to take a quick quick break, and uh, when we come back on the other side, we're going to bring our guests in, Tim and Rachel Stahl, and we're going to get right to it. So uh, don't go anywhere. This is Chris. You're watching Shop Talk. Psychosource Magazine, Greasing Gears Garage. Man, are we stoked to be riding with the guys from the High Seas Rally. Really neat thing that we're doing this year. So 
In addition to uh, all of the land side events like the mini bike race, and we're actually getting on board the High Seas Rally. We're going to have Xavier and I do Grease and Gears garage segments, live demos on the ship. We're going to teach you guys fabrication. It's going to be a blast. Of course, our virtual bike show. You want to come hang out with us, take a uh, strange and unusual trip out on the high seas with some pirate biker guys like us, go check out highseasrally.com. We'll see you there. Okay. So appreciate our... I can't our, uh, wait to meet Trace Atkins. <laughs> Here we go. Can't, can't take her anywhere, Mark. She's looking to better deal me all the time. jeez. Oh, <laughs> all right, listen. We've known Tim and Rachel for, uh, for, for long enough to miss them constantly when they're away from us. They're always a good time, always a blast at an event. And uh, when we decided to, um, to go against the grain and move our big mountain run out of the sleepy little town <clears throat> it was in, there was a void that they have happily been filling up. And we're going to talk to them about that. So let's go to the interview. What's up, guys? What's going on? Hey. Hang on. My bad. Oh, boy. <laughs> Look, I got one job. One job. One Sit job. here and push a bunch of buttons, right? Jesus. <laughs> well, let's start this all over again. So, Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, Tim, I, I know you have pants on. I saw you go to the other side. You saw me get up? Damn yeah, it. yeah. So you can't, you can't try that again. We're, we're I, I was I'm totally upset too. By the way, just to let you know. So, <laughs> you why are you upset that? Because if anybody, if anybody wouldn't have had pants on in this, it would have been Tim. So, <laughs> I, like, weren't you scarred enough when he had the Elvis? No, costume? no, dude, that, that was, was awesome. hands down one of that the greatest awesome. things. Mark was right there, dude. With me. Yes, Elvis. I was. That was great. <laughs> Dude, I, I had a hard time, honestly, that year that year at BMR deciding whether you and the Elvis costume were my favorite or when Jay was doing the, the flip kicks as, as the flag girl. Like, not not because he was in the Elvis outfit, but just the way, like, he really put a lot of enthusiasm into that. A Dane, little too much. Dane had to mentioned today he posted he could really use BMR right now. So... <laughs> Well, yeah, everybody's the Elvis it. suit scarred David David Wasserman. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, it did. He wouldn't look you in the face for like half the day. No, like just at Denton, it was the first time he actually was like, yeah, okay with me being around him again. <laughs> so while you guys talk, I'm going to go find this picture, Chris. I'm going to oh, send it to great. you. So okay, actually, I'll throw it in the folder. It should have been. We should. We should have taken care of that shit in pre-show. How could you? How could you have well, Tim on and not talk about Elvis? Dude, there's so much with Tim though. So huh? you, you can't pinpoint just one. <laughs> just one thing. I know. I know. I should. I should have been more. Prepared. I'm, I'm waiting sorry. for Kool Aid to come bursting through. Oh yeah. Actually, to tell you the truth, so, <laughs> like your kitchen cabinets explode. That would be great. <laughs> he knows where Kool Aid is right now. <laughs> Kool Aid doesn't know where Kool Aid is right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you guys are a week out. Yep. And you're still in the same Less room. Than a week out. And you're still in the same room as each other. So it's not it's not as bad as it gets here apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already know something's definitely wrong with Rachel because she's with Tim. So <laughs> we figured that out years ago. <laughs> Rachel, make the sign yeah. if you need help. Yeah. 
blink twice if he's holding you against your will. Hey, she's a gun expert. We might be asking him to blink. Yeah, twice. no shit, right? <laughs> so let's talk. Let's talk about your event. <clears throat> All righty. Well, you know, like you said, um, when BMR uh, went to the wayside or paused, I should say, uh, we wanted to keep the party rolling. Um, it was local for us. Um, probably the closest event to us. So we uh, wanted to keep everybody together. So we started this East Coast Chopper Hoedown. Now, the the place that you're doing that is uh, is a little bit legendary, too, because it was already a host of a of a kind of infamous event, right? Yep. Uh, it's held on the grounds of the East Coast Sturgis Rally, Apple Mountain. Uh, our friend Ken Apple has that every year, and it's let's see this will be his 19th year doing that rally and uh he gets some of the biggest bands biggest names out there right on so. now you um you were one of the guys last week and i'm not going to go too deep into this that jumped to my defense on a on a private facebook page over some bullshit with an event but you experienced that same thing i kind of i kind of feel like that's why you you have my back a little bit was people didn't know right off of the bat that you were doing this and it was totally cool with with all of us and they they kind of right. took you to task over it oh yeah i mean i remember calling you and asking you and you were like yeah do it dude and uh yeah people did jump on me and uh some people won't come and hang out with people that they hang out with normally because they just won't let it I don't go know, you know how people get yeah <laughs> That's ridiculous. Petty. But you don't want those people. <clears throat> right, right. You got that 100% right. And you know the the reason why we left, the reason why we left to begin with was just because of a disagreement with the town and I didn't I didn't want to play small town politics and man, I got to give it up for like seriously, the place where you guys do this is a great events ground. There's killer riding around there like that's why it was always, you know, for us it was like, yeah, of course, of course do that because then who knows who knows how long it was going to take us to get our ship back together anyway. Right. You know, it's been years since then, right? How much what 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 annual is this? This is our third year, so yeah. it's been yeah, four, years four, yeah. four years since BMR. Yeah. So we yep. we were we were blowing it. You saved our ass. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, right. and you tell him that. there's I no such to get thing you as too many chopper parties. What's that? No, never. I tried to get you to bring BMR here, and uh, you know, just the, the stars wouldn't line up yet. So I think yeah. part of it was I was just so pissed at that town, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we just like for us, honestly, Tim, it just had to be everything had to to feel right and be right and you you know how it is like oh, you yeah. want when you have something like that that's your baby you want to move forward and in good directions not that you just it has to be the right vibe for you and and of course we well, just it wasn't the right time and on top of that and, there was you know, everything happens for a reason yeah. look at yep. everything that went down like yeah. with it, just having to plan bmr that's one more thing on your plate and mm -hmm. would you have been able to take the magazine to this online format like you have? I don't know. And, it's... and having, it, it might not have worked. Yeah, BMR was tough enough coming down there and getting shit together. I mean, I remember a few of them. We actually 
packed and left vehicles there to leave to go to Laconia. Yeah. You know, let alone do anything else that we were doing. Or so to make that move, it was almost a being able to take a deep breath. And then obviously you picked up a picked up and saved them a lot of aggravation because I just show up and cause havoc. (laughs) Obviously, my job is just to piss people off. Well, so. let's let's take a look at this. This is the this is the who wore who wore it better picture. Oh, geez, that is definitely, I wore it better. I definitely Rachel, wore it better. I stole it out more. Look Rachel just slid under the table. <laughs> how loose it is on Cerrito. Oh my god! And see, here's the here's the thing. Like you're you're selling it. Yes, you, you know are. what I mean. Like Cerrito, yeah. Cerrito almost looks a little bit uncomfortable. No, he looks comfortable. Huh? He looks well, too comfortable. Tim, on the other hand, looks too professional. What a lot of people don't realize is, is it's the same suit. <laughs> I didn't have one, and he had one. <laughs> I oh, put man. myself into his suit. Oh, that is great. Oh, dude, my God. I just want to know who cropped this picture where they did because <laughs> yeah, yeah, there, that there's a whole, whole oh, other story to this. Yeah, that that doesn't that doesn't show the true glory there, of it. Yeah, there's a large part of this story missing. If you get what I'm saying, <laughs> look, Rachel. <laughs> oh, we probably got Rachel to laugh. <laughs> So the the story that Tim was telling everybody by the time the magazine came out was that uh, in that photo, this was Elvis at two different times in his career. (laughs) When he first got on the scene and he was all, you know, regular Elvis. And then after many, many years of drinking and drugs and craziness, like that was that was Elvis near the end. 77 Elvis. (laughs) Dude, that was. People were literally falling over when you rolled out in that outfit. It was great. Wait a minute. I found a better picture. Hold on. No, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Look. Don't do it, Heather. (laughs) Rachel's going to leave the kitchen. (laughs) Know which one it is. Don't do it. (laughs) Well, shoot. Damn it! Nope, I'm the engineer. I won't. I won't do it to you, buddy. Oh God, it was freaking so let, funny. So let's right, go. There. Let's go back to the event. Um, <laughs> tell us, tell us, because you know we can we can just throw the label on it that this is a good old fashioned chopper party. But tell us a little bit about what people can expect when they come to the to the hoedown. It's exactly what you said. It's a true old fashioned bike party, and what they can expect is nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. That's there's, what they look for. There's no vendor. There's no entertainment. The entertainment is the people hanging out, riding bikes. Um, I got a food vendor finally this year. Um, so nobody even has if they want to buy food, they can they don't have to leave the grounds. Um, I'll probably never have a vendor. Um, it's just not needed. Um, it's just the way it used to be. 30, 40 years ago when somebody said on a Friday night, meet you at the moon tower, you know, and everybody just come hang out and you can't get kicked out of this place. You really can't. I love this. I know beyond this point. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Like, you know, the, the locals, they understand what goes on in there. So Kenny's, Kenny's rally is, is pretty intense. So the chain of heart. Well, Kenny said you can't get any worse than my rally. So Just a little bit of everything. Yeah. yeah. Rally. You know, and, and I'd love to have entertainment. Maybe next year I'll have entertainment. Um, he's got a nice 
professional stage, lights, the whole nine yards. It's a big place. We're going to do bike games like we do every year. Everybody likes to do bike games. And uh, we're going to hang out with everybody and have a good time. You know, man, and that was the the reason why I kind of pushed the conversation in this direction is I, I get it. I get that, you know, things have changed over the years and every everything. And, and everybody, there's plenty of events now that are accommodating the, you know, the, the more structured and more family-friendly atmosphere. But, man, stuff like this, stuff like this still has to exist, too. You know, I mean, if, if for nothing else, to, to be a, a little bit of a pressure relief valve. You know what I mean? Yep. To, to go back and say, yeah, okay, this is ship. Everything in the world might have changed, but here at the East Coast Chopper Hoedown, we know we can come and see see it like it was, and that that does some of us a good a good turn. Yep, yep. We had we had a guy show up last year with his newly turned adult son who had never really been to a to a bike rally, and he had been to a lot of the. And old there he is. <laughs> showed up, and uh, they showed up with with a tent and a, and a so much bag, fun. and that's it. You know, and they slept out under the stars. I don't even know if they had a sleeping bag or a tent. Just no, sleeping just sleeping bags, no tent. So obviously, I'm funning on this cat saying that he was the the young son, but this this is your main brother, Kool Aid, right? Right. He is so awesome. One of my <laughs> one of my favorite people. He is so much fun to hang out with. He got a. He got a. Uh, he got. He didn't get a street glide, but he got a. You shut up. Kind of he's bag. on a Harley. Yeah, he's on a Harley. What is no wrong way. with him? He, he actually had the opportunity to buy his father's bike back. I can't oh. even. I can't even talk to him anymore. When his dad passed away, he uh, or before his dad passed away, he sold. His dad sold the bike, and the guy called him up and said, "Hey, man, come get your dad's bike." Well, good for him. Uh, but he still has the victory. Yeah, can't can't let that thing go. No, so no. T- tell tell me what's going on here though, because I mean I'm all down for rocking it old school, but it looks like there's a, a little bit of a road there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's one of the just lanes that goes back through the property, and uh, looks like uh, Kevin Wiseman and somebody slow racing. Oh, okay. And I thought they were, on the victory. I thought they were just purposefully riding through the cornfield. No, later on they started drag racing through the field, <laughs> which uh, no, no. And then uh, I, I don't even. He, he woke everybody up looking for his saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was asking everybody. Have you seen my saxophone? <laughs> That's good really? old Greg. Well, Greg owns a motorcycle shop and. Uh, this is his release from uh, obviously having to deal with people. <laughs> right on. So, in all the events that we've run, you know, whether it was Big Mountain Run or stuff anywhere, anywhere in the country that you two would show up, it was it was known that as far as bike games, if you were in the bike games, there were two or three trophies that were probably going home with you, and uh, that brings us to an interesting thing: Are you allowed to play in your own bike games? Uh, I do. I do play, but yeah. you know, Rachel had to show everybody how it's done. <laughs> First, now I will tell you. I just got back from Denton, North Carolina, and I, I I did the bike games on a little Harley Hummer, and uh, they weren't too happy about it. And uh, 
they, they really handicapped me down there. <laughs> what? I was lucky to walk away with a ring toss trophy. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, what like, was, what was like, their hang they this, Well, they did this thing where you had to go, like, weave through the cones. I, I touched one cone with my foot. And he said, well, you get six out of ten points. And I said, how come everybody else got eight out of ten? And he said, well, they weren't riding little motorcycles. I said, but they ran cones over and knocked them over and <laughs> fell over. And the guy was like, well, that's what you're getting, six. So, so size matters down there. Apparently. But <laughs> when I did the ring toss, I was the only person to put a ring on every cone. Right. So they had to kind of give it to me. Tim's the only guy that brings home five trophies. Has a but they warmed up. You need, next year you need to go there with the biggest bike you can possibly find and beat everybody. I, I think I'm going to bring my 40 over. There you go. Listen, I'm I'm just saying right off of the bat, like as big as you are, because me and you are not small guys at all, Tim. Nope. For that should have been that should have been extra points right. just because you managed to get on that little bike. Yeah, that's what I told him. <laughs> I said it's a fat guy on a little bike. Well, next year it should be a long bike event then, <clears throat> right? Exactly. So mail, mailman Kevin O'Brien says that. Uh, Rachel is the queen of weenie bite. <laughs> Remember, she did do two at BMR. She That's did the right. double weenie bite. Against two guys. Yeah. Yeah, it was two, two guys on a mule, I think. I but the guys almost that. beat you, which yeah. I'm not yeah. They did. And yeah. I don't wanna I don't wanna tell any stories out of school, but you can still see those pictures at hashtag one girl two weenies. Two weenies. Yes. Hashtag <laughs> one girl two weenies. God, that that caused some controversy. Just oh, to let gosh. you know, Heather, you're supposed to stop us from doing dumb shit like that. Me? Oh man! <laughs> you guys are impot. Mark, when was the last time you stopped Chris from doing anything? I don't know, but if you would have stopped Booyah! us from, if you would have stopped me from lighting the parking lot and Sturgis on fire, none of this would have happened. None of this would have happened. This right? is your none fault that I lit that parking lot on fire. So. Oh my gosh. Let's go back to the event. Um, Tim, you are, like I was saying as we were coming into the show, you are amazing at finding parts, buying and selling parts. I'm surprised I'm surprised at this point that there hasn't been a big push for a, a swap meet segment of the show. At my event? Yeah. Eh, it's just everybody shows up on bikes. It's, eh, we don't want to, we, we don't want to do parts. I mean. You don't, you, don't parts, you don't want to make it into work. You don't want to make it into work. Plus, I mean, how are you going to haul parts home? You know, most of these guys barely get their bikes there anyway. <laughs> well, maybe they need parts for the ride home. Maybe that's how hey, you never know. Now, now, now you're thinking. Never know. Right on. Well, there's some more pictures. There's some it's more. going to keep it old school. Yeah, and like I said, that's cool. You know, that's. That guy drove like two hours. Yeah. On that thing. That thing was so cool. Wow. Yeah. It was definitely home built. I can tell you that much. Uh-huh. Nothing against Mark, but it probably would have came out of Mark's shop. <laughs> I, can see Chris, I can see Chris and Mark. Hey, man. You know what would be cool? Watch this trick. Let's build this tonight. <laughs> well, just to let you know, I pushed two, two stupid motorcycles out of the way because I didn't spend a day working on my Impala. So just to let you know. Yeah, how about that? Mark's got the I Impala. Mean, it's, got, it's got square headers on it. It really? does. Yep. 
<laughs> How about he that though? Mark, Mark finally has the Impala up on, up on blocks in the garage, working on it. Up on blocks. Yeah, he's well, he, he's got the body on blocks, getting it what, off the what frame. Your Impala, Mark. Well, sixty-two. Ah, I got a sixty-one wagon. I'll sell you. What am I going to do with the sixty-one wagon? I have to fix the sixty-two first. <laughs> what well, what, what motors in it? No motor, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> what motor was in it? Six cylinder. You, you need to send me a picture of that thing. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a oh, the frame, motor, huh? so it's not the six. Oh no, just nine seater. And it's a, a full nine, no no slope back, nothing like that. It's a full, it's a station wagon. Yeah, some of them had that goofy back corner. Was it sixty oh, no, sixty one power back window? Oh, she shut up. All right, I want to see that. Right. See that shop talk putting people together every night right here Sunday nights we're just we're making shit happen. <laughs> well, Tim's the king of parts. I want to have tarp rides. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, if the if you know, I don't want to steal it from from the New York boys, but it just might happen. <laughs> we need to come down. So. Man, like that's the coolest thing about events like you guys are doing, and every all the good stuff happens organically. Like yep. rain or shine, like everybody has a good time no matter what because they figure out a way to get through it. Yeah. Yep. And well, that's that's what's going to be so great. Does our what is the weather forecast for you for next weekend? It's are you looking or are you just ignoring it? Scattered showers, but you know it's supposed to be ninety degrees too, so maybe it'll cool uh, us down a little bit. So. so let's talk about some of your other stuff going on. Um, you have the. Rusty Gold Digger. The King of Parts. The King of Parts page. Not the King of Parts. <laughs> There's some other guys rolling out a whole lot more parts than me. I don't know, dude. You you seem to find them, and you, you do an amazing job. This is just job what you show people. Stuff. Yeah, right? Yeah, I just sold that 31 Chevy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was my dad's. I got rid of it. Went to a new home. So. Will you still have a lot of cars down there, or you you get rid yeah, of them slowly? Down to like 20. Damn. I was hoping to open that up and have a conversation about it, but it says sold. <laughs> that one was really nice, too, Son Chris. of a bitch. You don't remember my phone number or what? <laughs> I didn't know you needed another ding 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 Hey, uh, SUV car. No, he, doesn't, do you, he doesn't need anything. Do you know what a guy that has a pan head with an SU carb on it always needs? A carb. An another SU, SU right. carb. Right. <laughs> you see what I'm, I'm running on mine? No. Man? Uh-uh. Dual Amels. Oh, my God. We, he thought he'd find a set Amels in my garage today, but I had to to the left. Dual Amels. That's, I want to see that. It's on my page. Where at? Uh, I think it's on my Instagram, maybe. I think Rachel, I had, how uh, do you put up with him? It's definitely on my Facebook. I'll send you pictures. <laughs> she, she, say, she has no words. <laughs> Dual Amos on a panhead. That's cool. You do Was, realize how sorry we are for you, I right? Know. No, actually, in all reality, like, if for no other reason, everybody should go to East Coast Trapper Road down just to meet Tim and Rachel because, oh, like, yeah. they will help you do anything. They are funny as hell. There it is. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. You are my new hero. What? New duels. Oh, look at you go. Is that thing running yet? You have that up <coughs> up and running? Uh it's ready to. I had to stretch the frame. So I started with a, a Wayne Engineering single loop frame. We had to stretch it because I put a forty over rigid front end on. Oh, this is the long bike you were you've been building. Yeah. Yeah, right on. Yeah. 
And so it's it's almost done. The fabrication's done, but then with my dad passing away, I kind of put it on hold. And uh, but I really wanted to ride it this year. There was a good picture of it uh, just above there. Oh, that was just oh the yeah, one of it. Yeah, you can't see the, There's a side view somewhere in there. What's yeah, the? Like, you had a couple. Cool what's that front end, Tim? Forty. It's a Bob wow. Drawn rigid front end. It looks like a girder, but it's not. It's it doesn't move. It just looks like a girder. <laughs> How I feel kickstarting my long fork chopper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 so fast, fast. <laughs> yeah, hey, the park spades needs a little bit of humor now and again. There we There's go. There's a good side view of it. It's on. You two need to do there. that in like a, in two shots, like the front end and then the rest. Well, it's Just on two lifts. Yeah, it's on two lifts. There's another view of it that I think you can see what, the whole what's, thing. What's the overall length going to be? They cut the photos down. What is that, 55 degrees? 50, yeah, 54. What's the overall length from wheel to wheel, do you know? Uh, 10 foot 9 inches. Wow. It looks longer than it is because it's, said it's got no a lot woman, of up in it. Said no woman ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. But uh, Bob only what? like Ten of those front ends. I got those them. Flat, those flat springs. Yeah, they are. Oh, where where I got tops and bottoms. Huh. Wow. I got a really nice set. There's a really bad set and a really nice set. Why is the hair guy in there? <laughs> what hair guy? I don't, I, maybe it. Maybe when we were on the uh, Ron Jeremy picture. All right, so what's the most unique part that you found so far that you will not part with? <coughs> oh, that it, Bob have you come across such a thing? Yeah. That Bob Drawn front end. Yeah, that's pretty unique. Yeah. He was he was right in California with AAE when all those guys were making the stuff. And uh once I fa- found out it who made it, I actually called him, got a hold of him. And uh he kinda laughed. He was like, Where'd you find that thing? And uh, he disappeared from the bike scene and started building hot rods. Huh. And uh, he had a really <clears throat> interesting story about um, a certain front end maker. And uh, I, I don't know if I should share it or not, but I mean, it, well, no names. Just share the story. Don't use the well, name. Well, everyone knows the the front ends that are internally sprung. Uh huh. They look like girders, but they really got rockers at the bottom. He he saw a flaw in that, and he he instead of putting springs inside, Bob made a torsion bar setup, and uh, that guy sued him. And, Didn't you have a picture of that? Oh, that might be one of them right there. <laughs> so uh, the problem is when those are assembled, when they're chromed, the springs get weak because of the chroming process. So Bob and he came up with a a, a, a way to do a, a torsion bar inside. That you could adjust, and uh, he got sued for it. And in court, the judge said, "You know, it's a different style front end." And he offered that guy his design. He said, "Man, I, I don't want to. I don't want to build these things. I was just improving your design." And it was yeah. somebody get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, now every one of those front ends you find, they're a little weak. Now I want to see the damn front end. It, it's right there. Yeah. It looks like a girder, but it's not. A little trident action going on. It's got yeah. Actually, sold that sissy bar. It didn't go good with the bike. 
Then the front end is a, uh, or the uh, the gas tank is a cross between a Nest rocket ship tank and a uh, prism tank. You know, you know, I I I recognize that tank from the seventies. That spot in the back that looks like it's a little glove box. That's where the the cassette deck and the AM FM converter went in that month. Right <laughs> no, there. that's where the control panel goes with the, like the under dash AC. <laughs> yeah. That came out of Chicago, Illinois. He only built probably ten of those tanks. Dude, right on. Now so, you've been doing a lot of traveling up and down the East Coast quite a bit lately. Oh yeah. For oh, yeah. parts and whole yeah, bikes, yeah. and you found some pretty unique stuff. Rachel, do you go with him when he travels like that, or you, do you stay back and and do your day job? Sometimes, sometimes I go with him if I have a weekend or can can get a day off. You know, my job's pretty intense, but here and there, it's always a nice it's a nice trip. And we have the van, and we love the van. We camp in it all the time, so it's a cool experience. Always right an experience. Started looking at sprinters though, and I told her, "No way." <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love you really it. like storks. Uh, yeah. Ah, my clown of the year award. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, uh, 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 another part seller got mad at me and and made this, and uh, I just posted it on everything I own. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I think it's free advertising. It's great. That's awesome. Yeah, she got she got hurt over something. Well, business is rough, dude. What's business. going on there? So I I hauled that out of Florida. That is a that's the tough stuff CB seven fifty chopper, oh. and I sold it to the one and only Dylan Hetzler. I don't know if you know who Dylan is. Dylan is the he's the kid who bought uh, that huge load down in like the North Carolina area, all early knuckle stuff. Oh, yeah. But he loves choppers. Yeah, he likes to cuss people out on uh, Instagram. <laughs> Him and almost everybody else. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't cuss you out. He just says, you know, if you don't want to buy it for the price I want, get effed. Well, <laughs> there you go. That's it. But it's become his trademark now, you know? So. Hey, as long, cool long as he sells parts, it's all that counts. That's right. Yeah, you really, you really gotta. I want to, I want to talk to you after the show. I'm gonna. What do the kids say? I'm gonna DM you or some, some shit. Slide don't in my. <laughs> don't say that. What? No, I'm gonna. Hey, you're gonna slide in my DMs. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna <laughs> slip you a DM after, <laughs> after the show. There's several things on this site that I need to talk to you about. He saw the, no. uh, he saw the unposted Elvis picture. Rachel, block his gonna, number for me. <laughs> Don't worry. It's a guy, you know. Block his number. Quick, block his number. <laughs> oh, I miss the hell out of you guys. It's been far too long. Well, I mean, you know. Okay. We will, we will not, be seeing you fairly soon, though, right? I mean, it's not that far away to come to East Coast Chopper O-Down. No. But I know you guys got deadline and everything like that. Well, we got deadline. Stupid magazine. We got deadline, and then we're uh, we're actually <laughs> taking a trip to an undisclosed location <laughs> next weekend so we can work on another old time chopper event really there's just a little hint right there the real deal quick take it down take it down <laughs> don't let people look at it too long it'll burn their eyes <laughs> that's right i heard about that yeah 
Well, and, and you guys have got, I'm going to tell you immediately as soon as we have our contract for our date so you can get the time off, Rachel, because you can't not be there. Well, I was telling Rachel, you know, this is, you know, when I first got in the bike scene 15 years ago, 16 years ago, uh, that's where I went, smoke out, you know. Uh, Excess Speed took me down there, and, uh, and that's where I met most of the people that, I know today, you know, yeah. smoke out was a great thing. Uh, everybody, is, that's how I met Richie Pan. That's how I, yeah. that's how I met you, Chris, through Richie. Yeah, uh, you know, even though you were too busy to, you know, <laughs> acknowledge me. That oh day. come on! <laughs> oh my God! You know, well, we uh, Richie said, hey, "Chris, I want you to meet Tim." You're like, "Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> we were. Uh, Chris has been posting all kinds of pictures of old smoke out stuff and. Then, I was saying, telling them today, like I was blowing through the pictures, and it took me like four or five times to realize that the one of the pictures was of me, like not even paying attention to it. Like, dude, we were <laughs> we had so much fun down there. Dude, Probably one of the best events ever. Look at Mark. Oh, yeah. Look at Mark. Yeah, there's there's that pictures like, like fifty years ago or some shit. Yeah, I don't even know. Was, did they even have <laughs> wheels back then? I don't even know what the hell was going on. Look it, for it, a semi fat kid with a broken leg. That's me. <gasps> No way. Did we shoot you in the face with the no, Jack no, Daniels no. gun? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is Where? that in there? It's on the Facebook page. Riding the mini bike. Okay, hang I do, on. I do oh, remember that. Yeah, so, I T-boned a car down there on my, on my bike. Guy pulled out in front of me. And, oh uh, wait a minute. That I, can't, that, I uh, can't believe oh this. I can't believe this because we made this. We made this. No, that's not you. Damn it. I thought for sure it was. We made this, this at, we um, made this painting. Farming. We made this painting based on like probably 20 different pictures. I thought for a minute this over here, this guy on the right-hand side. That's at that's the Holiday yes. Inn at Salisbury, yeah. right? Yeah. But the guy on the right-hand side has a cast on. Yeah, no. The, mine I would have been at the one year only smoke out. Uh, Farmington, Farmington right? yeah, Farmington. yeah. Dude, yep. that that holiday in parking lot, it was an event in itself, hands down. Oh, dude, yeah. the fun that we had there. Pff. I Still. love all the speculation. I can't wait to tell people, like, start being able to give details and stuff because people are losing their minds. Where's it going to be? When's it going to be? It's like it's a lot of yep. fun. Right on. I can't wait till they give me the event because I'm, I'm going to show up like the day before, and then really have fun, then and then leave. Leave like <laughs> the day before it's over. That's my boy, Mark. Huh? <laughs> so you might want to get ready, Tim. Your phone's going to ring. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm super glad that you guys you guys started the East Coast Trapper Hoedown and are carrying that torch. <clears throat> well, we got our poop in a group for BMR, like. That's huge, and I, it makes me sad that people won't go because they thought you were stepping on toes. And if any of you are watching, get your head out of your ass. Well, and Seriously. This, this is the biggest thing, too, because believe it or not, this part of the country, like we started Cycle Source here because there was so much shit that went on here 25 years ago when we started it. And like now all of a sudden, there's there's nothing, man. Like this yeah. this area needs events like this yep. so bad. And then to boot for people that that think Tim was stepping on toes, the two people that started BMR are right here in front of the camera <laughs> saying, "Dude, we're cool with it." You know, 
So no. if there's anybody that they can need to ask a question to, it'd be me and Chris. So yeah, the people are just they don't they don't make any sense sometimes. So um, yep. fa- Facebook is the place, right? Yep. We have an Instagram too. Okay. What's the cost of admission? Forty bucks for the weekend. Forty bucks or sixty for couples. And, right on, uh, and you that know, covers your camping and all that happy stuff. Covers everything. Yep. Right on. Showers and ice and a food vendor. There's a bar right up the street. There's lots of good riding. Lots of things to see. And I think the thing that makes it so cool is the people. You know, that was the one favorite thing I think for all of us from BMR was just the people. It's just a cool event. Rachel only got one BMR. Really? Oh, only really? one? Two? No, she oh, was yeah. more. Yeah. I was gonna say she I was remember more one year one. you brought like a pool float for her to sleep on and she was like, What the hell is this? She's like, really? That was the first year. That was the first year we ever knew. <laughs> he wouldn't let me take anything. He took these floats. They wouldn't stay inflated. He didn't even want me to bring a blanket or a pillow. Remember, I put his socks on. We took the video of putting the socks on. <laughs> See, like, and now, like, I actually know why you married. I mean, there was no quite question of why bike. you married Rachel. Like, yes, I any do. chick that will do that stuff for you, she's a keeper, obviously. Right. Yeah. Chris, go to the picture with the guy on the muddy bike holding his fingers up. Okay. Yeah, so that, Dylan. Dylan and his now wife. Morgan. They rode in from Pawpaw, West Virginia uh-huh. area, and they didn't read the map, and they went down a dirt road <laughs> for 15 miles oh. in the rain. And that is them showing up for the oh. first time. Oh. Oh. Gator Stater. We gutted the stater out, got a new stater for her. They just moved to Florida, and uh, they're just a young couple living, loving life. Right on. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good, good times. No BS. Like yeah, We had Rob Gibson there That's last it. year. Show up, shut up, and have fun. Is that the young kid that was his first... Yeah, they just showed up with just a sleeping bag. <laughs> That's awesome. He looks like yeah. he's like 12. Does he have a Who's Roadside? Uh, he might be a little. He's 18, Heather. <laughs> okay. He does, doesn't he? You no, must be 18. I was going to say it looked like it, didn't it? He's definitely 18. How how bad is it? We now have gotten to the point in, in the industry and all this crap. That oh, dude. That digging through pictures, we stop and we find <laughs> T-shirts and we find little nid, did pits of, or tidbits of parts that are from, oh, my God, is that from this or here's, from that? Here's the bad it's thing, nuts. Tim. You want to know my hang-up lately? So that shit went on the other day on that site. And uh, you guys, I don't, I'll just tell you, like, in short, somebody called me and another Some guy. asshat. An old bastard. And... I wasn't as upset about him calling me an old bastard as I was, like, later on down in the comments, somebody else was trying to have my back, and they said, hey, man, if if you and the other old bastards are doing this, I'm in. And I was like, wow. <laughs> so now publicly, I'm the, I'm an old guy, right? Like, that's... So for, like, two days since, he's, like, he's kind of been moping. He's like, I'm the old guy. I'm like you've been well, that here shit ain't doing cool. this for 25 years. That is, is shit that ain't what, cool. Is that why he came to the garage today to pretend like he was the young guy? I, I don't get. He's like, I don't get I'm it. The old guy because he sat like, in his ass while I worked the whole time he was there. Just to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but he was like, see why, what happens. why, why see did what I happens, become Tim. the old guy? I'm like, you are old. Like, you're over 50 now. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> and every time you and, say it and, and, and like, you know, the, the whole point of that goes right back to like what Tim went through. You know, before you, you know, with saying that, you know, you, you took over BMR and, and these people didn't appreciate it, you know, uh, I can't emphasize enough that back when we were starting in this, man, you did something like that. You got straightened out and, yeah. and you can't do that anymore because this yep. world's so freaking pro- politically correct. And like, um, wow. that's, it's ridiculous, but it's sad. I mean, you can't, you know, here's this guy talking shit that. that he doesn't have. You know the the information to talk this shit just to put himself in a position, and and it sucks. It truly does. And the only reason we're not saying his name right now yeah. is because it's like Beetlejuice. If you say this cat's name three times in a oh, row, yeah. he shows up. And believe me, he's <laughs> such an asshat. You don't want him anywhere near you. So, <laughs> Chris, just, that picture of the field with the rainbow—that's oh, one of like dude four fields they have there. Yeah, you do. You really do have a killer event site. You really do. So. It starts on Thank you much. Friday, Thursday or Friday? Starts on Thursday, the third. And goes till Sunday. Proper proper signage. Just look for the sign. (laughs) Hey, you know, somebody's (laughs) gonna steal it anyway. Remember we used to have a naked chick holding signs up at the entrance of our events? Remember those days? What what's going on here? Oh boy. That's the stater. Oh Oh, no no shit. Yeah, that's Morgan Stater after we picked it out of the primary. Wow. Tim Jalay says, stand by me. You all appear to, appear to be kids. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, you're one of the biggest kids that's out there, though. Yeah, right? Uh, all right, man. Well, listen, I, if, if it wasn't for this trip, we were actually going to be done with Deadline, and I'd love to spend a day with you guys even. But, you think um, our route might kind of take us that way? Maybe we could stop and say hi could. on our way in or out. Hey, I'll talk to the gate guy. I can get you in for free. You don't maybe, have maybe. Tim knows a guy. You're not going to hold it against us if we have to car punk. <laughs> it will literally be like, hi, hug, hug, hug. We love you. We miss you and split. But it would be worth That's it. That's what the locals tell me. Hey, we're just going to come in for a minute. Don't charge us. <laughs> Four days later. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Jerry, come on. You're, you're drunk again. You got to go home. <laughs> Your <laughs> wife's calling. <laughs> All right. So do they pay at the gate? Can they yep, pay ahead of pay time? The What's the scoop? Nobody at the gate. Just I'll find you. We, we, we're, we're not real strict on it, but everybody's like, "Hey, where's your band? Go see Tim." So right on. You know, I want my two dollars. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, you know, Kool Aid takes care of Kool Aid's my security. Oh boy. Nobody yeah, wants to be chased by Kool-Aid. everybody down. <laughs> well, he's doing that just because yeah, he not, wants to. Yeah, yeah, he's not actually doing that shit for security reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you didn't even have to pay him to do that. That's so, the good part about it. Check him out on Facebook. There's an actual event page on Facebook. Um, we also found your East Coast Chopper Hoedown Instagram page. Um, for Tim's part stuff, you can go to... Let me get it back up there, Rusty Gold Digger, and uh, check out the mad skills on my man, Tim. Nathaniel Nefflin said he's going to be the last one. Please keep an eye out for him. <laughs> he's going to be the how, last one, yeah. How can, yeah we know him well. I was just going to say, how can you start an event out telling people I'm coming, but I'm going to be lost? <laughs> well, 
the good thing is that everybody within a 40 mile radius knows exactly where the event <laughs> is so you can't right really lost well we wish you guys we hope you guys have an amazing event again the east coast trapper hoedown make sure you even if you can stop in for an afternoon go say hi to tim and rachel it's absolutely worth the price of admission um and hey man and- um you know, if I didn't get a chance to tell you, I'm I'm sorry about your dad, and I know yeah, that. Thank you. Absolutely. It was quick, simple, and easy. Yeah, you're you're lucky. He's he's lucky that uh, I, I he's was in very lucky. Place. He worked on Friday and was mm. walked in the hospital on Saturday, and was it, it was done. Well, well, we're sorry to hear that for you, buddy. Yeah, I know it's a transfer. How close you guys were, so. Yeah, I mean it is, but hey, I couldn't ask for a better. You know, he worked. He, yeah. You live three lifetimes. You, you think I'm wild and crazy. Dude, was, the pictures, that big long post you put up, I, I know I'd sent you a message in it was, was awesome. Like made me want to hang out with him, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was everybody's friend. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. They, they said a little bit of echo from our guests. We won't hold that against you, though. No. <laughs> All right, man. Listen, thank right, we'll you. Thank ya. you guys both. Um, everybody go out and check them out. Go attend a good old-fashioned East Coast Chopper Hoedown, good old-fashioned bike party. Um, they'll have a, a goat burning out front for you, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys for having us on. We appreciate it. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. See you guys. See ya. Bye. Good people. Oh, good yeah. people. So much fun to hang out with. So, um, booking through the hour, we got a little bit of stuff to get through here still. We're going to take you guys on... A little bit of product and tech stuff, so don't go anywhere. We'll be back on the other side of this, and we got a little bit more news to get through, too. So you're watching Shop Talk in the Dennis Kirk Studio. Stick around. Hey, this is Chris with Cycle Source Magazine, Grease and Gears TV, and a product spotlight. Today's product spotlight is the Diablo Fairing from LA Fairing Company for the 39 millimeter front ends. Okay, man, so this thing is made from a uh, three layer heavy duty fiberglass construction with resin. Um, you can see it's finished on the inside with the cloth finish on the outside obviously has the, the nice gel coat so you can either put this thing straight on like this or you know get it ready for paint. Um, some other cool features is the three inch depth on the headlight bezel, this accepts any of the, you know, eyelid style headlights. Uh, these are for 39 millimeter narrow glide front ends, but we've used it in different applications and have pretty good luck. And part of the reason why is uh, the way LA Fairing Company has outfitted you with the, the mounting hardware for this. It's it's pretty simple and it's kind of a, a universal deal. So in it, you get four of these long bars, um, two of these short mounts two of the longer mounts um stainless powder coated and ready to go for your application so the diablo fairing comes to you for a retail price of 325 dollars are also available for the 2016 up sportster 48 and roadster these are these are some guys that are like in it they have you know great amount of stunt riders that are supporting this product and they've tested them over 50,000 miles, several crashes, and uh, this product's built to last. So go check them out today at LA Fairing Company, excuse me, LAFairingCo.com, and uh, tell them people at Shop Talk sent you. 
Hey, all you chopper jockeys and gearheads out there. This is Rich at Petoniac Cycle. This week on Shop Talk, I'm going to show you the modifications you have to make inside your engine case when you run a set of stroker flywheels. Have this SNS tool here, and I'm going to show you what to do with it. Stay tuned. All right, when building a stroker motor, the <clears throat> crank pin is moved out further from center hence being a stroker so the stroke is longer so it's moved out farther on the diameter of the flywheel is farther from center out so the farther out it is the longer the stroke it is so on this four and three quarter stroker shovel that i'm doing this is moved out farther so what there is is there's a little tool that i'm going to show you shows you where to relieve the cases on the uh that'll clear this nut so that way this nut doesn't hit inside the cases. Okay, like I was showing you on the crank itself, how the crank pin nut is moved out farther. So there's this gauge from S&S here that shows you where to relieve the material inside the case to make sure that it'll clear the crank nut so that way it doesn't hit on here. And you have to go over to here and clears this material that's over here. <laughs> Up, the, up, up here as well and over on on this little boss that's sticking up here in the casting so these castings that are sitting up higher here and here they gotta be brought back down so that way it'll clear all the way around so what you do you put a scribe in the hole here and then you just scribe a line that way you'll know <clears throat> where to clearance it and you do the same thing on this side over here and over there and just mark that and then you have to clearance bring this down so and you bring it down to this level here and that'll be enough clearance for the crank nut so that's uh, one of the mods another modification you have to do when building a stroker motor Everything we do at the track shapes what we build for the street and the dirt. You can see how bad these guys want it. The race to the line. For us, racing is not for the trophies or the glory. We compete because it makes everything we do faster, more durable, and tested to a higher standard. For SNS, racing is the ultimate in proven performance, and we've been proving it since 1958. My name is Ray Giannis. I'm from Ormond Beach, Florida. Got into motorcycling, I mean, at a very early age, like every young guy does with mini bikes, go-karts, that kind of stuff. I got a frame for a mini bike. I strapped that thing. It had no brakes. All my shoes had holes in it. I grew up with Warren and Billy Lane uh, when I moved. When I moved from New Jersey, I moved to Miami. Billy's a little bit younger than Warren and I. They've been cool since day one, man. I mean, I can't lie. My parents, you know, they came from Cuba. My dad moved to New York City in 1959, you know, right when Castro took over. I joined the Navy in uh, 1986. My chief had a Harley Davidson there. And 
he had an old FLH and he would ride this thing in his uniform every day. Had a 67 Sportster with a Magneto. Don't recommend it. My first Harley was 1989. I've never been without a Harley since. I retired Miami, you know. I was in law enforcement there for 20, 23 years. Now this is what I enjoy. You know, it's kind of like a Ripley's Believe It or Not, like everything shrunk down. Small lathe, small drill press. You know, when it's cold, it's cold as hell out here and it's, you know, you get condensation and stuff. I don't have much wall space, but I have a little bit of everything that's important to me. You know, after a long day, come in here and just, this is my happy place. I'm grateful. I thank God every day. You don't have to be the best fabricator. You don't have to be the best designer. You don't have to be the best mechanic. You don't have to be the best welder. You don't have to be the best anything. Just make sure that what you do, that you're going to be proud of it when you're done, that you don't take shortcuts, and that it's done the right way. I'm Ray Yanis from Ormond Beach, Florida, and I'm a Dennis Kirk garage builder. All right, thanks to SNS. I love those garage build segments. I do too. Yeah, yeah, I really, I really do. I, I was just going to say thanks, especially to uh, Dennis Kirk for letting us do that stuff because it's really given us a a good opportunity to spend some time with guys and and give them a little bit of extra. See a little insight on where their builds come from and yep. who they yeah. Are. You know, and if anybody that's watching is a garage builder, meaning you don't do it for a living, and you'd like to be featured. Hit, you know, reach out to Chris or I. Maybe we can come do a video with you and tell your story. Yep. You never know. Be an honor. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a feed. I'm gonna do one of those on Mark. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. He can bitch a lot. <laughs> you know, because the whole thing would be beep beep. Well, that'd be great, though. Hey, listen. Speaking of bitching a lot, I'm gonna bitch for a minute because I need you guys to take action. Um, we announced that. You have an opportunity to win this bike, and this is the deal. This was the bike that was built for Charlie Brechtel's second movie. Unfortunately, before they got to complete the movie, Charlie was taken from this world, and all the guys that were involved in this have decided to let it go off for a raffle, $20 a ticket, and the proceeds are, are going straight to the Sturgis Hall of Fame and Museum, and it's going in Charlie's good name. Um... We've had this up for a couple weeks now, and it's not doing fantastic. And I know there's a lot of other stuff going on, but please take a minute, throw $20 at this thing. It's a it's a great cause to begin with, even if it wasn't connected with, you know, memorializing Charlie's name and, and everything they did with this bike. But um, so, there's, there's a QR code there. I'm sure Heather's going to put the link up. I'm sure that you'll be able to find it on our website. Yes, it is up. It is it is on our website. It's a bunch of different places. But keep in mind that not only could you possibly win that pan head and keep this help keep the Sturgis Museum and Hall of Fame going, but that bike is beautiful. Yep. Mondo from Denver, Denver's Choppers worked on it. SNS Cycles had a hand in it. Like the list, Kyle Brewer did the frame. Um, I don't know if you know Kyle, but yeah. Kyle has built every frame at Paco. For like the last twenty. And where years. where is Kyle's benefit right now? Um, let me. You carry the conversation, and I will grab you a link for that. Because um, we got we got the we got the heads up about Kyle a few a week or so ago too. That Kyle has been battling some pretty serious health stuff, and it looks like he's actually his his friends and family are reaching out trying to 
raise some money for his cause right now too and he's like one of the the greatest cats on the planet you know so and an artist in his field too yeah absolutely absolutely so yeah man um heather's gonna put the link up for that there's a few other things to talk about for sure definitely want to just put this up there one more time before i get yelled at quick everybody take take it down take it down take it down (laughs) oh my god rod duke miss him so i'm redwood run norcal every year yeah you know that's part of the reason why we're putting this up too charlie had such a big audience on chopper town and you know he used to do all that stuff man like you gotta trust me when i tell you all of this all of this stuff that goes on here this is largely a labor of love so there's there's hundreds and hundreds of hours of works that goes into this stuff you know do this man do this man's memory proud proud and go get a ticket you know let's let's make sure this raffle goes off and there's a a serious donation put forth in his name to the the hall of fame and museum in sturgis because it would be it would be an honor carry carry on his legacy and it's a great cause and you get a cool bike out of it i mean take a chance on winning a really nice bike yeah 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 it's a it's a 19 1960 panhead let's take a look let's go to the books let's go let's go to the 1961 there you go Yep, so the the drawing is actually going to be held live in Sturgis. Um, there's talk, I believe, that we're going to be doing it from the Buffalo Chip. Um, Charlie On was Friday the 13th at 10 p.m. We are going to draw it live. Charlie was a, a staple at the Chip, and, you know, that was his family. So it'll be all around Sturgis throughout the week. You'll be get to see it at a bunch of different shows. You'll have an opportunity at those shows. I'm hoping to be able to go up and scan the poster and get your tickets right there, too. But like I said... There's a mechanism in place. This is no bullshit. When you buy your ticket, that money goes straight to the museum. Yeah. It's already yes. set up. There's no middleman. The money goes straight to the museum. So there's no one. That, there's nothing shaky about this. It's no. uh, it's literally, you know, Charlie's brothers put this thing up, and in hopes that his memory would live on through a, a donation to the museum, and and um, we're trying to do everything. For a week. Yep. Yep. Skip coffee for a week. Get a ticket. I got my ticket. All right. Who else got what else? What's okay. going on? Where are we at? So what do you got? I think that's, I think. You holding? I am. See? <laughs> There's the product. Right Christopher, there. take it down, take it down, take it down. I, listen, take it down. I, I just wanted, I was trying to say take something. It, stop. <laughs> jumping the gun much? No, You're keep, worse you, than a kid. You keep jumping that gun. Push it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, listen, it's been a blast. I want to thank Rich Petoniak for uh, for doing the tech. Like Rich, Rich has been killing it on tech with us. Um, the products, you know. Here's the thing, man. You guys dig in the product segments. If you get me products, this is how you get product segments featured on Shop Talk. You send them to us, have a return address label, and we send them back to you. We do a product segment, return send it back to you. you. Yep. So. Um, if you guys are digging that though, we'll keep doing it. And, uh, I think, I think from the Dennis Kirk studio, we're, we're about ready to sign out till next yeah. week, till next week. I'm not ready to climb up steps. Huh? <laughs> All 50 floors. We'll put a, should we put a chair lift in a stair lift yeah, in 41? It's, it's coming. So <laughs> until next week, same chopper time. Same chopper channel. Not Felicia. <laughs> Get that bitch on the train.